Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Bears Brothers podcast and postgame show. The place where Bears fans across the globe hang out online after every Bears game. Now get ready, because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another episode of the Bears Brothers Podcast, and welcome to episode number 240. This is your host, Will DeWitt, and I'm back to talk about the Bears' fifth open practice of training camp that took place on Friday, July 27th. It was by far the warmest day that we've experienced down here in Bourbonnais, and fittingly enough, the Bears' offense heated up, especially compared to yesterday's lackluster performance. Now today, I'm flying solo, which means this episode will be, you know, a little bit more brief than I'd prefer, but just bear in mind that I'm only one person. I only have two wives, and there's like nearly 90 players to keep track of throughout practice. But nevertheless, I'm ready to share with you my top takeaways from practice, but before I do, I just want to apologize to our YouTube audience because I know uh, you guys love our live shows, our live chats, and I just want to say that I'm sorry that I haven't been able to do uh, these live stream recordings per usual, but with the poor internet quality while traveling, it just hasn't been possible. I've tried to set up a few live streams, but the quality is it's just not up to standard. So I do appreciate your understanding, and I just want to thank you in advance for still tuning into the show. Okay, let's get down to business, and let's talk about today's practice. And like I said, the offense had itself a very strong day. So I'll start with my observations on that side of the ball. So the first one is to open up today's practice, the Bears, they worked on the pitch option install. And later on during team drills, uh, they did attempt it once, but the connection between Howard and Trubisky wasn't there. Uh, The ball actually ended up on the ground and Sam Acho, he scooped it up. It's interesting, uh, you know, it's an interesting look because I know options are going to be a part of this offense but those sort of pitch plays it they really expose quarterbacks to potential big hits so I'm going to see if this holds but I'm curious to see what the Bears do with this moving forward especially because it didn't really work out in team drills now remember those names that we heard the coaches calling out last weekend on the offense uh, Nick made sure that we, we pointed them out we had Rhino, Tiger, Zebra, Mustang Well, today I paid a little bit more attention to the personnel on the field during those calls, and I think I have a few of these down. When the coaches are calling for Tiger, that's usually two tight ends and one wide receiver. Rhino, one wide receiver, three tight ends. Mustang is the opposite with three wide receivers and a tight end, usually some speed wide receivers at that, which, hey, that makes sense for Mustang. Oh, and at one point, I heard them call for Timbers, and uh, Allen Robinson, Kevin White, Trey Burton, and Adam Shaheen all took the field, so I'm going to presume Timbers mean the taller, bigger-bodied guys out there. Okay, now, I want to explain how the offense looked today as a unit. For the most part, they look to be on the same page. They look crisp. They look sharp. 
They were able to move the ball more effectively through the year, and it was very nice to see the unit rebound as a whole. Today, we didn't see as much motion as days prior, like pre-snap, uh, but the theme that continues to remain is how no two formations slash personnel groupings really are the same. Fans standing next to me today were amazed by that. Uh, this is their, Today was their first time at practice this year, and they just mentioned how hard it is to keep up with. You know, Even the same formations have different variations on where players line up, so it definitely keeps defenses and fans, too, on their toes. All right, so let's look at more position specifics. I'm going to start with Trubisky. I mentioned he was kind of shaky yesterday, especially early on uh, with his accuracy. And today, uh, in the early portions of practice, he did throw an interception on a batted ball. And now, of course, throughout the day, he did miss a throw or two. Uh, he did have an instance in which he wasn't on the same page with his guys. Um, but when Trubisky was on it today, he was on it. He was hitting guys in stride downfield. He displayed great anticipation uh, to catch a receiver perfectly out of his break. Uh, he had zip and accuracy to splice tight coverages. You know, this is a day I really hope he builds on. Plus, uh, when something didn't go quite as planned, he was more than willing to talk it out. I saw him have lengthy conversations with Trey Burton, Cody Whitehair, and even about a five-minute one-on-one with head coach Nagy. He's still learning, and like all the guys around him, but you can tell that he really cares and he's genuinely working with everybody. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere with most standard algorithm in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Need to improve, especially during practices. It's a, fun, it's a lot of fun to watch Trubisky kind of do that, take the leadership, go and talking to the different personnel uh, groupings, his tight ends, his running backs, his coaches, uh, to make sure everyone's on the same page and that, uh, of course, he's correcting his mistakes that he makes there on the field. Of course, he's still learning this offense. Now, let's take a look at the Bears' backfield. And there's not a lot to say about the Bears' backs that I haven't already said so far in camp. Howard, he's looking better as a receiver. Cohen hauled in some nice catches downfield. And I guess I can mention that, you know, Cohen, he was heavily targeted when the Bears were working on their goal line, uh, especially out of the backfield on quick slants underneath. His largest play today, though, was when he cruised right on past Cravon LeBlanc for an easy score. You know, he had the perfect ball for it. Uh, it was from Chase Daniel, you know. And on top of that, when you're looking at uh, Taquan Mazel or Ryan All, there really wasn't anything worth noting. Today was a heck of a day for the Chicago Bears wideouts. I saw plenty of uh, plenty of them making big plays, including Allen Robinson, Kevin White, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, and Benny Fowler. Robinson, he was doing some serious damage in the red zone. He was making a living in the middle of the field, and this is where the Bears' defense really misses you know, Danny Trevathan and, of course, Roquan Smith. The highlight from Robinson is when he started from the slot, and due to a strong break, he found some open space in the back of the end zone, and Trubisky had the fer- perfect anticipation and accuracy to put it right where Robinson could get you know, get that ball in the soft spot, and Robinson laid out and made the play. It was a lot of fun to watch, and on top of that, uh, Robinson was really strong in the intermediate game today. Uh, he was a little bit uh, inactive yesterday, but today it was probably the most active I've seen him throughout camp, and he made some plays uh, throughout practice. Now, Kevin White, just like Robinson, he was a little quiet yesterday, 
but White came back today with a roar. He had a long score when he burned right by Michael Joseph, and the throw from True was perfect, right in stride. Kevin didn't even have to break a step. I uh, was able to just you know haul it in and cruise right into the end zone. And for those saying, well, Will, he was going after Michael Joseph after all. Well, I mean, I agree, but Michael Joseph is competition that White should beat, and he did so with ease. And then later on in practice, White, he won a jump ball in the back corner of the end zone against Kyle Fuller for another touchdown. So Kevin White, he was on a roll today. Whether it be in team or individual drills, he was gaining space, and when he was draped, he was making some contested catches. I mean, there's a lot of like from Kevin White throughout camp, but especially today, I think it was one of his best practices to date. And with the rest of the Bears' wideouts, we have Gabriel and Miller. You know, they kept on doing what they've been doing throughout camp. Gabriel was putting his speed on display. Uh, he was catching some screens. And if you blink your eye, you're going to notice he's 15 yards down the field already. So quick, so quick. And Anthony Miller, you know, putting on a clinic. We've seen it all camp, especially with his route running, making corners look silly, making big catches. Every time he touches the ball, you can just feel the excitement from the crowd. And Benny Fowler, uh, he was working a little bit more at the ones today that I've seen in the past, uh, which is good if you're hoping that he could replace like a Josh Bellamy. But uh, there was a string today where he had like three strong plays in a row, three strong catches during team drills that really kind of stood out to me. So let's see if he can kind of build off of that and get some more time with the ones and kind of prove his worth a little bit for the Bears offense. All right, taking a look at tight end, uh, the theme that continues uh, with them is that it's just going to be a very close race for the bottom of the roster. Both Daniel Brown and Colin Thompson were making plays today. Still no Ben Broniker. He's still sidelined. But... Today, I think I liked what I saw the most out of Thompson. He was making strong plays, hauling in balls, making true effort plays, sliding to make catches. A lot uh, a lot alike from what you can see out of Thompson. And speaking of the tight ends, uh, today the Bears were working on a handful of variations of, of a shovel pass to tight ends down near the goal line. You know, They worked on it for about 10 minutes. So uh, my call to action for you Bears fans is while watching some preseason games, Let's see if they give that a try. I think it's something that they want to do throughout the regular season. I'm curious to see if they'll display it during the preseason or not. But as of right now, uh, they worked on it for 10 minutes, and they had at least five to six different variations, very similar formations. But who was getting the pitch, the shovel pass, kept up changing. So we'll see if this kind of transpires or transfers to the regular season. All right, so lastly for the offense, I have a few notes about the offensive line. First, still no Horanis Grisou after he left yesterday's practice. That means James Daniels is still working at center with both the twos and threes. And speaking of Daniels, I know I was watching him while the ones were doing some team drills. And I just want to let you know, Bears fans, that this dude was kind of like off to himself, but he was keyed in. He was locked into what the offense was doing. James Daniels is taking every mental rep possible. And that's a work ethic that you like to see out of every player, but especially rookies who, for someone like Daniels, he's learning two positions right now. And at guard, you know, I'll say it. After a week, Eric Cush, he has not done anything worth losing the starting role yet. Uh, he looks solid out there. And even Earl Watford, he has done a swell job of stepping in for Kyle Long. Kyle, he did have another off day today. But if I were a betting man, I would say that Earl Watford is as close to a lock as you can get uh, for the Bears on the offensive line uh, to make this team. And Bobby Massey, uh, he was beat a couple of times today. We've seen it throughout camp. Um, but that's usually been due to speed. But I want to note that today I did see Sam Acho who is not known for his power. Uh, I watched Sam plant Massey on his behind, but other than that, um, I don't have any other notes for you guys on the offensive line today. Well, that's all I have for my takeaways on the offense. Before I transition to the Bears' defense, I need to take a quick timeout and tell you about our show sponsor, SeatGeek. 
Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, but there is a better way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out with friends, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. As you know, all DeBear's brothers have the SeatGeek apps on our phones and our devices, and it's by far the easiest way that we've been able to shop for tickets. We can be anywhere, and just within a few tabs, instantly find some seats. And today, right before I went on this podcast recording, I was checking out tickets for the preseason. You know, We've been here at camp. Uh, we've been giving you re- all these reports throughout practices. And if you want to go see the Bears in person in preseason, there are still plenty of amazing deals left, so check it out. And, of course, if you want to see them in a the regular season, same thing applies. No matter what game, what week, whenever your availability is, check it out. Uh, plenty of amazing deals for all these Bears tickets. And honestly, I urge you to check them out sooner rather than later because once these Bears uh, hit the national stage early on this season, who knows, those tickets might just increase in price if the uh, if things kind of work out exactly I think they may, especially on offense. SeatGeek is the web's largest event ticket search engine. Discover events that you love. Search all the ticket sites. See seat locations to get the best deals on tickets and to get you the most bang for your buck seeky grades every ticket based on the value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget and the best part of all is that our listeners get twenty dollars off their first seeky purchase just download the seeky app and enter the promo code bears today that's promo code bears b-e-a-r-s for twenty dollars off your first seeky purchase Alrighty, you're listening to the Bears Brothers Podcast. This is your host, Will DeWitt, and today I'm flying solo and sharing my top observations from today's Bears practice. And now it's time to talk about the defense. And even though the offense had a much better day than yesterday, it doesn't mean that the defense was, you know, quote-unquote, awful by any means. I would say that the one big-picture takeaway I have in the defense is something that I alluded to earlier, and that's that you can tell that the Bears really do miss Trevathan and Smith in the middle of the field in coverage. Kwiatkowski, uh, he was a little slow in man coverage. Granted, he was often going up against some speed, either it be a Trey Burton at tight end or even Anthony Miller and yesterday was some against Cohen. I don't think uh, they had that same mistake today. And John Timu, he didn't really do too much to help his case either. Um, my biggest note for him is when he slipped in the open field, uh, he was playing zone, and he just fell right down, which allowed Robinson in for an easy touchdown. So, yeah, the Bears really need their starting inside linebackers back in order to shore up the middle of the field. But, again, I think most people listening know that Quit and Timu, uh, they have had these issues for the majority of their time here in Chicago in their career. So nothing new, but just worth noting that it's still evident in camp that the Bears need better coverage linebackers than Kwiatkowski, than John Timu. And, of course, those are Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith, but Trevathan's still recovering from injury. Roquan's still on sign. So for right now, this is what we have. Now, taking a look at the defense position by position, uh, I just want to preface this section by saying there are a lot of similar things that I've noticed throughout all of camp. So I'm going to do everyone a service and not repeat things that I've already mentioned a couple times in these reports. But starting with the defensive line, I just want to give a shout out for Eddie Goldman because he did a really good job of getting into the backfield today. Probably the most dominant I've seen him uh, all of camp. And maybe it's because of what happened yesterday when Jordan Morgan kind of embarrassed him and drove him to the ground. But you can tell that Eddie Goldman came to play today. Uh, there were a couple of plays that he blew up either uh, against the run or in the passing game. And you can tell it got the coaches fired up because you can hear him go, there you go, Eddie. They were really behind him. And that's, I think they're kind of uh, putting him in a spot today. Like, hey, show us what you can do. 
And speaking of the nose tackle, well, uh, John Jenkins, uh, he's been all camp playing with the twos in that role. And, you know, I haven't talked about him too much, but he's done a decent job out there. Um, he didn't play a ton last year. He's kind of a man in the shadows, as you will. But he may still have some value as Eddie Goldman's backup this season. And for the rest of the defensive line, again, things that I've already mentioned in terms of the battle between Roy Robertson Harris and John Bullard. But I just want to mention, I'm still waiting for Bilal Nichols to just make at least one standout play, something to get me excited about what he can do, what he can bring to the Bears' defensive line rotation this season. As of right now, I haven't seen one of those plays. I'm sure it will come eventually in camp. He's still working with the threes. But again, it's been a week now. I want to see him at least make one big play to stand out. Now, I already talked about what I noticed from the inside linebackers, so I'm going to look uh, at the outside. There are a few things worth mentioning. First, Leonard Floyd, he was much more active throughout practice than he was yesterday. The one play the one play that really sticks out is when he beat Adam Shaheen off the ball and with that quick get off, he was in the backfield so quickly he just had to blow the play dead. You know, that's really good news for Flo, especially because yesterday he was more on the sidelines than he was actually on the field, especially in team drills. But on the flip side, uh Adam Shaheen, you need to do better. Uh Again, Leonard Floyd, he's a, a really strong pass rusher, really quick off the ball, but this is something where you want to at least see Adam Sheen find a way to at least get a hand on him, slow him down just a little bit. Uh, secondly, Isaiah Irving, he showed up today more ways than one. He made a play or two in coverage, uh, which is a good sign, considering especially how much uh, Vic Fangio uses outside linebackers in coverage. And it appears like, you know, we're going to need him in this rotation. And earlier in camp, he was purely making his presence known as a pass rusher. But today, I saw him being aggressive, making life difficult underneath. Oh, and I just want to mention that he did a decent job also against the run. He was forcing plays inside, uh, maintaining his contain, his gap integrity. Uh, so he's showing he can do more than just rush the quarterback, uh, which, of course, uh, that's something that we need is players to you know get after quarterbacks. But, of course, uh, playing outside linebacker in this defense, you need to be able to do uh, more than just that. I think today Isaiah Irving showed glimpses that he has the capability to do so. And Kylie Fitz, for those wondering, uh, he did not practice today, and it's a little concerning as a player uh, throughout his collegiate career was always banged up. Uh, I don't really have any other update on what the injury may be if it was a day off. You know, as a fan, I don't get that information. Um, but as soon as I know, uh, in the next report, we'll definitely let you know. Hopefully, it's that back out there tomorrow. And as you may expect, there's not a lot to talk about in regards to the Bears secondary. They allowed a decent amount of plays today, but in between those plays, they did play good coverage. And a good amount of the time, there really weren't anywhere for the quarterbacks to go. Uh, we've seen that throughout camp as well. Kyle Fuller, he had the interception off of a tip, um, but he did let a couple of touchdowns today, including that long ball to Anthony Miller. Um, for Prince of Mukamara, it was a very quiet day. Uh, besides, he did have a single play that stood out to me. Uh, he had textbook coverage on Adam Shaheen in the back of the end zone, uh, really made a strong play on the ball and allowed, uh, of course, the ball just to sail right over Shaheen's hands. Uh, it was just draped all over him. And, yeah, not much to say about, about, about Bryce Callahan either uh, for the twos. Uh, I already mentioned that LeBlanc got uh, scorched by Cohen Deep, uh, allowed him for a big touchdown. And I think it's worth noting that Michael Joseph, he was lining up with the second unit today as well. And no, still no Kevin Tolliver. He's still uh, on the sidelines for the Bears. And at safety, Dion Bush, uh, he did not start practice in full pads. Uh, during warm-ups, he was just in shorts. Uh, he did have a helmet on. But about halfway through practice, I noticed that he came back and the pads were on and he jumped right into team drills. 
And DeAndre Hall, he had a nice uh, play today as well that stood out for him. Uh, he came in on a delayed blitz, and he blew up a passing play by getting to Chase Daniel in a hurry. So nothing in terms of uh, Eddie Jackson, Adrian Amos, but for the backup guys, DeAndre Hall, Deion Bush, uh, a couple plays today that stood out. Uh, Bush was pretty sound in coverage. Didn't really see him give up too many balls. And then, of course, Hall with that blitz. And I want to mention that DeAndre Houston Carson is still primarily with the twos uh, throughout the majority of practice as well. So the Bears are definitely trying to figure out uh, the back end of that safety. I want to call it a rotation, but a depth at least. All right, well, that's a wrap for the defense. But real quick, um, I want to give you my special teams update. The Bears did not do a ton of work on special teams today, uh, but for the short time that they did, maybe five, ten minutes, I did notice that they worked on a few direct snaps to Benny Cunningham out of the punt formation. Uh, you know, of course, Cunningham someone who did score on a fake punt last year as a receiver, um, but just wanted to note that for you as well. So I'm just going to go ahead and close out the show with my final thought. And I think my final thought is I just want to applaud the offense one final time for finding a way to rebound after yesterday's practice. You know, Coach Nagy, he always talks about following up bad plays with good plays. Uh, we saw that from Trubisky today. He made some great plays after the interception, which was a tip, mind you. But the entire offense as a whole, uh, I'm sure yesterday was a disappointment. And today they came out there uh, focused, ready to roll, and they were able to do some damage throughout the majority of practice. Practice. A lot of a lot of big time plays, a lot of exciting plays that got Bears fans on their feet. And on top of that, you can tell that the Bears offense, I mean really this entire team, but today in particular, uh, the offense the unit, they have a lot of fun together. So it's been interesting to kind of watch that unfold throughout the week. So for the Bears offense, um, hat tip to you for rebounding. And now of course for Saturday's practice, pressure's back on the defense to turn things around and uh, make life difficult for the offense yet again. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Bears Brothers Podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in to listen to my monologue about a practice. And tomorrow, there are going to be more of our team in attendance, so you're going to get to hear some other perspectives, which I know you're going to enjoy. And before I go, I just want to let you know that we appreciate your support of the show. No matter if you've been listening for years or perhaps this is your first time tuning in, I just want to thank you for your time. We're gearing up for the season and expect a ton more uh, shows, even uh, written content as well throughout the preseason. And of course, we'll even crank it up another notch once week one gets here. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. But until then, bear down, Chicago. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com.